The National Hockey League's buyout window opens on Friday, and today we're talking about Boston Bruins candidates to be tossed out that window, as well as discussing everything you need to know about restricted free agent qualifying offers. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things Spoked B. Today is Thursday, June 15th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every single day, free and available on your favorite podcast app, on YouTube, and uh, we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network your favorite team every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off your first ticket purchase for your sports, theater, concerts, whatever. Like I mentioned off the top, today we are going to be looking at the buyout window that begins on Friday, and also. Taking a look at qualifying offers, you're going to hear a lot about that with respect to restricted free agents, and um, I needed a reminder of what that all meant as well, so I'm going to share that with you today. Quick reminder, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Let's start with the buyout window, shall we? And that begins... June 15th, usually, or 48 hours after the Stanley Cup final ends. So that would be tonight. So they're just going to push it till tomorrow. The buyout window closes on June 30th at 5 p.m. Eastern, day before NHL free agency begins. Now, teams are allowed to buy out a player contract to get some salary cap help basically reduced salary cap hit over a period of twice the remaining length of the contract. The buyout amount is based on the player's age at the time of the buyout. So if the player is younger than 26 at the time of the buyout, it's one third of the remaining contract value that is reduced. If they're over 26, then it's two thirds of the remaining contract value and we'll talk about that with respect to a couple specific players so the buyout is spread over a period of twice the remaining length of the contract so if a guy's got one year left it's spread out over two years he's got two years left it's spread out over four years and on and on you multiply the remaining salary minus signing bonuses by the buyout amount as determined by their age, to obtain a total buyout cost. So that's pretty much it when it comes to buyouts for standard player contracts. You multiply the remaining salary by the buyout amount, spread the total buyout cost over twice the remaining contract years, and you determine the savings by subtracting 
the annual buyout cost from step two by the player's salary. So who could be bought out by the Boston Bruins? Well, we know that there's one player who will be bought out without question. To guarantee his name is Mitchell Miller. We all remember Miller was signed to an entry-level contract, uh, as rich of an entry-level contract as you can get at the beginning. Oh, not at, yeah, the beginning of November, uh, November 4th, specifically the day before the Bruins were to appear on Hockey Night in Canada in Toronto. Caused a huge uproar because of his history of bullying and Boston's perceived lack of investigation into that and just the fact that his draft rights had been renounced by the Arizona Coyotes. There was no reason really to give this kid a second chance as there had been no evidence of restitution or remorse even. Mitchell Miller signed to a three-year entry-level deal with a value of $2.85 million. Just unbelievable that this happened. And a couple days later, following incredible uproar, backlash. Remember, Don Sweeney didn't even want to do this uh, necessarily. He was kind of... Definitely wishy-washy about it in his press conference. There were players that didn't want this to happen. And they still went ahead with it, faced the backlash, deservedly so. And now, after a record-setting regular season that was followed up by a first-round exit, one of the first things they're going to have to do is buy this kid out, just reminding everybody of one of their most embarrassing moments of the season. Now, what's it going to cost? Well, he has two years remaining on the entry-level contract. So, again, it's going to be spread out over four seasons, and it will result in a cap hit over the next two seasons of $215,000 and then a cap hit of $129,000 in the following two seasons. So it's not super significant, but it is symbolic of Boston's gaffe here, certainly. And, you know, Metro Miller will still be on their cap friendly page for four more seasons. Just um, a bad look for the Boston Bruins overall and a reminder of one of the biggest mistakes made in Don Sweeney's tenure as GM. Um, A decision that was signed off on by Cam Neely as well. So, you know, he's not off the hook here either. And they've already said they were parting ways with Mitchell Miller, like on November 6th or 7th. Haven't been able to officially do it because the buyout window was closed. It's opening here tomorrow, so we should expect this to be announced post-haste, with haste, however you want to say it, soon. 
it should be happening very, very soon. Now, who are the other candidates to be bought out by the Boston Ruins? We'll talk about that here in a moment. But first, a word about today's first sponsor, our friends over at Game Time. Now, Game Time has a very cool ticketing app where you can go to get tickets for your favorite sports events, music, comedy, theater near you. They have killer deals on last-minute tickets and a best price guarantee so you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. You can get images of your seats before you buy, Tickets in a matter of seconds sent directly to your phone. Uh, we got some tickets to see Ben Harper and City and Color off game time, and we're very excited. Use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Just download the game time app. Terms apply, but use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase on game time, the lowest prices guaranteed. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day. Really appreciate everydayers especially and um, coming up, going to be having some people on the podcast, I promise. We're going to be breaking down all the moves made by the Boston Bruins here in the offseason because uh, it could be a big, big one and a busy one for Don Sweeney, whose first order of business will be exercising some buyouts certainly on Mitchell Miller likely as well on defenseman Mike Riley Mike Riley was buried in Providence for the majority of last season he has one year remaining on perhaps a regrettable three-year nine million dollar contract signed on July 7th 2021 after he had been acquired from the Ottawa Senators uh, prior to that year's trade deadline. Riley appeared in 10 games for the Bruins this season, recording one assist. That seems like a lot thinking back. I, I can't remember him really making much of an impact. He did play 26 games for the Providence Bruins, 30 Sorry, 36 games, 26 points, 7 goals, 19 assists. The Bruins tried to move him all season long. No takers. And it's likely that he will be uh, bought out by the Boston Bruins. Again, he's got one year remaining on the deal, so it will be spread out over two seasons. Bruins cap hit. In 2023-24, for Mike Riley will be $333,334, which will amount to a cap savings of $2.666 million, which is invaluable this coming season when you know that you have those bonus overages for Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci on the books. $4.5 million, so you're taking over half of that and absorbing it into this Mike Riley buyout. Now, the kicker to that is that 
he would count at 1.333334 million next season when he would be off the books normally. Again, he has one year remaining on his contract. If you buy him out, it's spread out over two years. He could come off the books at the end of 2023-24, but if they buy him out, then they will have to absorb that $1.3 million cap hit uh, when he's you know playing for another team. Even this season, if they buy him out, he can become an unrestricted free agent. They'll still be paying that 333000 or absorbing that cap hit. So, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a balancing act here. Do you want to try to trade him and just get him off the books entirely? They've been doing that to no avail. They don't have any draft picks that they can use as sweeteners, really. So if they want to save against the cap this coming season, then it's going to require taking on that cap hit next season when he could be off the books. So that's kind of the tricky part here with buyouts is that you're taking on a cap hit beyond when he would normally be off the books, but you're saving money this coming season, which they desperately need because of those bonus overages. So if anybody's kind of guaranteed to be bought out, it is Mitchell Miller, a very high probability that you'll get rid of Mike Riley as well. 29 years old, $3 million cap hit. They could try to bury it again, but it would be a higher cap hit than what a buyout would entail. And they need that savings this year. Now, could they use it as well for Derek Forbort? It would be a similar uh, situation. He's got one year remaining on his contract. The cap hit this season would be 666000 and then next season would be $1.166 million. It's hard to say with Forbort. You know, I know they like his um, penalty killing skills, his shot blocking, the way he plays. He played in all seven playoff games for the Boston Bruins. So clearly, head coach Jim Montgomery likes him. I'd be surprised if they bought out two of those active roster players. But again, desperate times with this bonus overage. They have a ton of free agents to deal with, a ton of holes to fill in the lineup. So really, every free dollar will help in 2023-24. But the more you exercise this buyout, the more it will affect you as well next season when you could be free and clear from these contracts. So big decisions for Don Sweeney. He's had, you know, six weeks, seven weeks that they haven't been playing to try to figure this out. And um, he'll be able to make these decisions as early as tomorrow. What else he needs to figure out is qualifying offers for restricted free agents. And I'll walk you through what that means here in a moment. But first, another word about today's second sponsor, our friends over at Bird Dogs. Now, Bird Dogs sent me a couple pairs of shorts 
a couple weeks ago, and I cannot take them off. They are made with this stretch khaki that is designed to flit, fit slimmer through the thigh, giving my legs a sculpted look, and they fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. They invented a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. They also have this anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL and you'll get a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. This beauty right here. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. I promise you, they are so incredibly comfortable. Let's finish today by discussing qualifying offers. You're going to hear a lot about these in the coming days. You've already got teams announcing they signed so-and-so to qualifying offers. What does that mean? Well, in order for a team to keep a player's restricted free agent status, they must provide a qualifying offer. It's a formality to retain their rights. If they do not provide a qualifying offer, that player becomes an unrestricted free agent. Qualifying offers must be provided to the player by the later of Monday after the NHL entry draft or June 25th. In this case, this year, it will be the 25th because the draft, I believe, is the 28th. So, what does that mean? Um, Also, one more note, a qualifying offer cannot actually be accepted before July 1st. Um, If a qualifying offer is not accepted, it expires by July 15th unless extended in writing by the team. So, the player... Um, they can extend qualifying offers. It's not completed before July 1st. Now that doesn't mean that the qualifying offer amount is what the teams will agree to. For instance, let's look at the Boston Bruins situation. One of their most notable restrictive free agents is Trent Frederick. His qualifying offer is set at $1.15 million. And how do they get to that? Well, it's your most recent salary at 105% valuation. So, Trevor Frederick, this past season, made $1.05 million. His qualifying offer is 1.15 million. If that makes sense. Which it should. So, Boston can extend a qualifying offer to Trent Frederick for 1.15 million, but that's not to say that's what he's locked into for next season. There are um, obviously cases where goes to arbitration. Frederick is arbitration eligible, meaning um, the two sides can agree to go to arbitration where an independent 
valuer, valuator, evaluator, um, determines what the contract should be, and the Bruins can either sign that or walk away. Um, another prominent restrictor free agent is Jeremy Swayman. His qualifying offer, and this is all via cap friendly, of course, is set at only uh, 874000 That's because his previous salary was 925 um, his base salary, however, was 832. So get that multiplication factor of 105%. You get that 874,000. Clearly Jeremy Swayman is going to make more than that, but you sign, you get the qualifying offer out just to retain the rights. And so you can continue to work out a new deal. Other restrictive free agents, Samuel Asselin. Shane Bowers, Jacob Lauko, Mark McLaughlin. I'd expect that Bowers, Lauko, McLaughlin will certainly get qualifying offers. And then you have Brandon Bussey, Michael DiPietro, Cal Kieser. They're going to be getting qualifying offers, no doubt. Uh, Kai Wisman, I believe he's off to play in Europe. And then you have guys like Jack Ashan and Nick Wolf, who would be restrictive free agents, but they are now group six unrestricted free agents because you have to play a required amount of games by the age of 25 in order to um, remain a restrictive free agent. If you don't hit that required amount of games, you become an unrestricted free agent. So uh, Matt Felipe, Unicopinen, our group six restrictor free agents who will now be unrestricted free agents as are Jack Ashan and Nick Wolf who can walk away um, and sign new deals elsewhere if they so desire. So it's, you know, a little complicated, all this contract stuff, but you're going to hear a lot about qualifying offers. Just know that it means they're retaining the rights to re-sign these restrictive free agents. And it doesn't mean that their contract status is clear. They can still work out term and valuation with the Boston Bruins. And um, the buyout window, again, opens tomorrow. Mitchell Miller, by the window, the window, I'll throw you out the window. And Mike Riley, very likely. Derek Forbort, a possibility. Uh, I'd be surprised if they went with anybody else. Um, those are guys with one year's remaining on their deals. So it can be spread out over those two seasons. Matt Grizzlick, I can't see that happening. Jake DeBrusque, not happening. So Forbort Riley, those are your two main candidates. All right, friends. I hope you are having a great week so far. It's Thursday. I'm off soon to watch our middle boy participate in a citywide track and field tournament. He's going to be participating in the standing and running long jumps. So I'm very excited about that and uh, softball tonight, but forecast isn't looking too great. Anyways, take care of yourselves, friends, take care of each other. And we'll talk to you again here tomorrow on locked on Boston Bruins, part of the locked on podcast network 
your favorite team every single day.